Blog Talk Radio. Well, we're we're here, Lisa, and we're days uh, later than usual. But I have some dental work done. I hate dentist dental work, labor, and dental work in your age. Three worst pains you can have. You know what I mean? So, in my opinion. So yes. Anyway, but I'm good, and I'm glad to be back. And um, you had an interesting weekend. And where did you go? And what'd you do? And it'll lead right into our subject matter today. But um, and it was your idea, by the way. I love this. I love this subject. But what'd you do? Where'd you go? And did you have fun? Well, I will tell you, um, I was down in Miami, Florida this weekend for a few days, and I was there for my son's wedding. But I do have to say to all of you listeners, the highlight of my trip was meeting Tariq in person. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cry right now because I saw her and I held on to her and hugged her, right? I was like, she's probably thinking, yeah, she did. Is she ever going to let me go? Is she ever going to let me go? <laughs> no, you were so cute. And I was like, oh, my gosh, you and your husband both were. They, you, they're just darling. So what you hear on the phone in her, in her voice, you, you, hear, you hear her in person. It's the same, except it's, it's, it's uh, infinitely better because she's right there in front of you. So anyway, we well, had a good time And I feel the same about you. Yes, and I had No, it was, it was really nice. Yes. Yes, so I agree. I we had a great you time had a good, together. Yes, we did. And uh, and her husband, he, he's a doll. I tell you what, ladies that are looking for the right person, the way they found each other is, is amazing and a miracle. But I don't think there's any miracles when God's involved <clears throat> in the angels. I think it's all a miracle. Life is a miracle. <laughs> and, that, yeah. uh, you know, they did. Yeah, they deserve each other. You guys are like pe- uh, peanut butter and jelly. So. Uh, on that note, what are we talking about today? <laughs> yeah, right? So, um, yes. So what we're talking about today really has a lot to do with the weekend, and it was just a um, culmination of these past almost four years. And, you know, it's like how can you love someone so much to be willing to let them go? And, wow. you know, it all kind it all came to me when I, I got back home, you know, from my trip to Miami. And again, those of you that have been listening for a while know that I've been having some struggles with my youngest son and he's the one that got married. Um, I was listening to Sirius XM and I forget what channel it was. I think it was 80s on 8. And the disc jockey was talking about love and how it's hard to love someone so much that you want to hold on to them so tightly and so strongly, but when you're doing that, you're not allowing the freedoms that the relationship needs or should have. And so then the DJ started talking about this song called Hold On Loosely. It's by 38 Special. I don't know if any of you listen to that kind of music. It's country rock. Um but I pulled up the, the lyrics of the song, and we'll have to go through them later on in the show. But as I was listening to this whole conversation on the radio and thinking about where I have been, you know, these past almost four years and where, what Therese has done in my life, I, I just thought it was this is the perfect time to share when you love someone so much but you know that maybe – that relationship isn't right for you or there could be some toxicity or 
you know, other issues that you have to let them go. You know, it's like you have to hold them wow. loosely. I don't know. What do you think, Therese? I agree. So, and I'm familiar with the song. I, I enjoy that song. Um, but you're right. So sometimes I, you know, I've had to, to get out of a relationship that really meant a lot to me. And I felt like it was my twin flame, twin soul, which is another show for another day. Um, but uh, I also knew that if I didn't leave, then we would end up leaving each other when we didn't like each other, you know, when there was so much anger at heart. So you leave when it's, you know, so um, you can look back and, um, and, and, and love that person, you know, always. And uh, I had the most wonderful gift. He was, uh, he, he died of cancer recently, so young. And because I'm, I'm pretty young myself, but he was uh, two years younger than me, yeah. And uh, but died of cancer, and I got to really connect with him. But if I had been mean and angry and bitter, and left then, and not, it would have been different. So I got, I, I got to see him and tell him about God and the angels, which was amazing. So um, yeah, and so if I'd have been mean and angry, I mean, how many of you guys want to see your exes? <laughs> I mean, come on, you know. And uh, um, so that's just one relationship. And then my daughter. She's going to drive me to drink. I thought, do you feel like that? Your son's going to drive you to drink, right? So, <laughs> oh, my oh, my God. My son's going to drive me to do things I never imagined I could do. <laughs> yeah, right. So only that oh, one person can get you to that point, you know. So, yeah. So I was like, wow, what did I do to deserve this? That's what we ask ourselves, right? right. But I had to let her go. I did. And I was like, okay, you, you don't do it like this. And it was a pivotal moment in our relationship and also in her development. She, she told me later, years later, she said, when you did that, she goes, I thought, no problem. She said, big problem. Did you know I had to pay my phone bill by myself? I said, really? Imagine that. That's <laughs> all good. Right. She was, you know, so we don't realize that. So, too. But they grow, they grow up and they get better if it's a child or a relationship. And uh, I also feel if, they're in a, if you're in a relationship that's not working and you, and you wonder, and then you, I think the longer you hold on to that toxic relationship, the, you know, and, and you said, okay, well, I can't let him or her go because they'll be with somebody else and they'll reap the benefits from my, my hard work. Like, you cannot look at it like that. That's my own opinion. What's your thoughts on that? Oh, no, you're, you're absolutely right. You know, it's, it's hard to see. I mean, I don't know how else to describe it, but I'm going to use this analogy. When you plant a flower or you plant a tree or you, you know, you buy a plant, an indoor plant for your home and you're taking care of it, taking care of it, taking care of it, and then all of a sudden it just, like, doesn't grow anymore. It's like, well, gosh, what did I do wrong? You know, I've been giving the plant sunlight. I've been giving it water. I've been giving it nutrients. You know, I'm doing everything, and it's just not growing the way I thought it would grow. Well, that's right. where we almost have to step back and say, okay, there's something else going on outside of what I've been able to do because I've followed all of the instructions and all of the guidelines on how to take care of this plant or this tree. So I, I have to almost look at relationships, again, whether it's romantic, whether it's platonic, whether it's you know a work relationship, whatever, when you have so much passion about that, but that passion isn't reciprocated, then you right. have to figure out 
what do I, where do I go now? You know, I've, I've done everything I can possibly do. Do I let go or do I continue? And that's something that we all have to decide on our own. Um, you know, I'm not saying that, you know, with you and your daughter, you know, the decisions that you made, you know, you came to that with what was in your heart. And right. she has obviously come around, you know, to knowing that you're only here for her. Well, I shouldn't say only here for her, but you're here for her no matter what. And as hard as it is to let them figure it out on their own, we, we have to do that. And I think the hardest yes, part, especially from a parental standpoint, the hardest part is watching this living thing that came out of your body or that you helped develop, you know, into a young woman or a young man, you know, to see them struggle and to see them face life challenges. And as much as you want to intervene, I think it only makes matters worse. So they almost have to, like, go through whatever that struggle or challenge is on their own and figure it out. And that's the hardest thing about loving someone so much because you want to be there to protect them all the time. And I think in a romantic relationship, you know, there's a lot of couples out there that are struggling, you know, with whatever the dynamics are that are going on in that particular relationship. It's like, I love my husband or I love my wife or I love my significant other so much. However, their actions towards me or people that I love are so toxic. Nobody's growing at this point in time. You know, we're all just at this stalemate or, you know, we may be starting to wither. And I don't mean die, but I mean, you know, just like your self-confidence starts to go down. Your, your, you know, passion for life might be questioned. You know, your lack of motivation is going to diminish because of this one particular person or situation. So I, I am slowly learning that you can love someone and with all your heart and soul. You can love this person with all your heart and soul. But that doesn't always mean you have to like them. And that doesn't always mean that what they bring you in your life is beneficial to both of your growth opportunities. So that's something that we have to keep reminding ourselves of. Are we able to that's grow true. and learn and nurture because of this person in my life? And I can say my husband helps me grow and nurture every single day. And it, it literally is driving him crazy that I've been so hurt by words and actions of my youngest son that he feels helpless. So this message today on our show is helping me just as much as it's helping you, our listeners. Yeah, I like that. I know. What do you good. think, Tari? I agree with you. So one of the things is like when you let somebody go because you love them enough to let them go, people think, oh, you don't love enough, love them enough to keep them. But I'm going to disagree with that. you got to let sometimes letting your children go <clears throat> make their mistakes because it's just not working what you're doing, you know. And you go, okay, i got to, you know, I said, Heather, you do this, you're going to be on your own. 
and she was a teenager. She was uh, probably 17, and she was with her dad, and um, and she decided to live with him. I go, you, you got to stay at your dad's now. That's just the way it is. And uh, it was one of the hardest things I ever did. But um, years later, we talked about it a couple years later, and I told her, I said, um, you know, what I feel with you is that, that you, you stay with your dad and you got really clear on what you're looking to create and looking to be the kind of person that you're looking to be. And she goes, you're right. And I said, if you'd have done this and this, two things, I said, I, you could have stayed, but you chose something different. And she made that right choice for her. And she, she's a great, great person and, uh, you know, and does really well in school and all the things that she's done. So I'm proud of her. But I think if I'd have held on to her because I wanted her to be something that she wasn't ready to be uh, with my help, mm-hmm. she figured it out herself. And sometimes you got to let somebody to go to let let them go, let go and let God, right? Or how, whatever, how, right. whatever you believe in. And we talk, we talk about God, and that's who I believe in, and God and the angels. And, um, you know, and that's the same way with this, it is with a relationship. You know, you want, well, I don't want him to be with anyone else. I don't want her to be with anyone else. How can she do that? How can he do that? Because maybe you were this next step in their journey, but their next step is somebody other than you. And that is hard for people right. to understand, right? Because they put in the work, they want to those who put, do the work, get the pay. Sometimes the pay is different than what you think it should be. And um, exactly, yeah, you know. So that's that's what I feel. And that's I've let guys, as I I just told you about one situation, but I've let them go because I I go I don't know the best person for them. I know that I'm not right. So um, you know, and that that's something there. And they go, well, I'll get jealous if I see him with somebody else or her with somebody else. Right, get jealous all you want. Meanwhile, you cry all the way to the church where you're going to get married to somebody else because you let the the person that was just only to prepare you for your, for instance, um, you know, for your next uh, relationship, not try to be make them be that relationship because you have Mrs. Right for now, Mr. Right for now, right? But they are here to prepare you. That's it. And um, so when you let go and let God, then you meet the. I mean, I'm looking at you. I mean, you've got some amazing relationships. It, and it feels like there's a lot of trust and and everything, but that wasn't the way it was in your uh, last relationship. I mean, you know, you know, your your sweetheart. He's he's on top of his game. He's beautiful. Uh, he's all the things that you want. Was your was your ex husband? Was he like that, or was he different? I mean, what made you divorce him? Was did you know did you know that there was somebody better for you, or you know what I mean? Uh, did you feel that? I I don't know. Um, but what's your thoughts on you that? You know, it was. It was it was real it was hard and I will say it was hard to make the decision to leave my first husband. Um, we were high school sweethearts. We'd been together for a long, long time. And where I thought that he was the right one for me, in the end, he might have been initially, but for a lifelong partner that's going to be there for the emotional support, which. In my opinion, as I'm growing and learning, having someone to be there for emotional support is key. It's huge. If you don't have someone in your life that can support you mentally and emotionally, it's going to be a struggle. And to okay, this day, that's true. to this day, I mean, I'm still in contact with my ex-husband. He actually, you know, it was me and my current husband, my ex-husband, and my older son and his wife, Michael and Danielle. The five of us actually traveled to Miami together. We all would go to breakfast together. We all would go to lunch together. I mean, we 
we were there together, which was so important to me. At the same time, my ex-husband just isn't the emotional support that I needed in my life. And, yeah, it was hard to let him go because I do love him. I mean, I love him. He's the father of my children. He's a good person. He's a a, a really good person. I'm not going to diss him at all for what I needed to grow and learn and mature and to, to travel through life's journeys, he was not the right person for me. And that was hard right. because I carried, I carried a lot of guilt because I'm the one that wanted the divorce. So, you know, to get through that phase of my life was very challenging. Looking back, mm-hmm. um, I know, well, I shouldn't say I know because I really don't know, but I can't imagine staying with him and being where I am today. Uh, okay. I, I, don't, um, I don't see him supporting me and doing what I'm doing with you, with the podcasting, with um, the beliefs that I have from a spiritual standpoint, with, and not that he's not faithful, don't get me wrong. I mean, you know, he does believe in God and the angels and all that, so don't get me wrong, but um, it, it was hard. So when I say to hold on loosely, as the song indicates, as far as loving somebody so much, but knowing that that person isn't fulfilling the needs of the other and an all-encompassing environment can be tough. So right. it's almost like you can love them from afar, but know that, you know, your day-to-day life is, it, it, might, it might not be as, um, how do I want it, fulfilling if this person was still with you, if that makes any sense. No, you're right. So you, you look for things like they're not as fulfilling. I mean, you know, you want people to go, oh, I want to be happy. I never hear anybody, oh, I just want to be content. I don't really hear that. And right. People go, oh, I'm, I'm, yeah, they just don't. But if you look at that person and you're, you're with, a friend, and I always talk about romantic relationships here, not so much with children because, you know, children, you can let them go and they'll come back, right? They're better usually for yeah. that. Um, you know, and if they don't, that's, that's just the way it is. But you do the best you can do for what you got, right? And um, But for your, your romantic relationships with your husband or your wife or your girlfriend or your boyfriend, you look at that person, and one of the things you do is, like, could I spend the rest of my life being passionate about that person? And if you can't, you need to really look at that, okay? So is that the right person for you? Because I think that um, you can be passionate all the time with your uh, you know, you know, it ebbs and flows, obviously, but there's that passion is always there. It's like embers burning, you know, and then you get it started and you have passion about maybe you're going traveling, maybe you're going, you know, you're making love. I, I don't know. But if that passion is not there and it's signed, then you need to really think, is this the right person for me? Because then you turn it into something angry and bitter. And I've worked with a lot of couples that have angry and bitter stuff going on. You know what I mean? And um, so that's that's a key there. And you and you go well. Who do I ask? You say, Hey, God, come into come into my relationship. God and the angels, and right. Jesus and Mister Ho- Holy Ghost, however you call, you know, the Holy Trinity, the Heavenly Family. It's you know, Holy Family. 
and say, come in my relationship and help me. Help me figure out, is this right or wrong? Or is there somebody better than this person for me? And, you know, we hold on to something because it becomes a habit. And if it's a habit, you need to get the heck out of that relationship because, yeah, or, you know, reinvent it. I, I don't know. Right. So I'm going to say this once again. If you don't have passion for that person and it's got, been gone for a long time and you don't see it coming back, you go, is this the person for me, the man or woman for me? And if you say, and if you feel, if you have, if you're not 100% sure, then you need to cut it and let it go, okay? And say, bring me the best person for me. And that way you're not holding on for dear life. You're holding on right. loosely, like the song. And uh, yeah. I, I feel that's one thing, you know. And then the other thing is, it's like, who do you ask for help? Just say, hey. And you can ask God and Jesus and, 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 and um, the, God's angels to show you, and they, and they will. And the uh, Holy Spirit will show you. And say, okay, show me, is, is this the right person for me? And be prepared for the answer because you're going to try to hide it because we get scared of who's going to take, who's going to be with me. Isn't that funny? We worry about ourselves, not that person mm-hmm. that we love. So maybe right. it's neat instead of love. I don't know. What's your thoughts? Oh, no. I mean, it's absolutely true. You know, you or we, I think, as human beings, you know, when we find that that person in quotes it's like oh my god this is awesome you know he or she does this for me and he or she does that for me and then you know after a period of time it's like well wait a minute what happened you know like where where's that compassion where's that you know loving empathic side and when you when you don't have again that mental and emotional support like you said, you know, you've got to really decide, is this person helping me or is this person holding me back? And when you're in a loving relationship, your significant other should be encouraging you and, you know, supporting you in any drive or any passion that you have. And if you don't have that, you can love this person with every ounce of of blood that you have in your body, but if they're not complimenting you as you continue to travel life's journey, then you do need to make a decision. It's like, am I willing to stay stifled or am I better off doing this alone and eventually finding, you know, the ideal partner for me? And I know you, you know, Tari, had that, had a tough decision to make, what, almost now two years ago, right? Right. You know, when you were with your sweetheart and you had to make a decision, it's like, is this man benefiting me? You know, it's a a two-way street. And I think there's And am I benefiting benefiting him, too? You're right. Exactly. It's like, yeah. Huge question to ask there. It goes both ways. Yes, I mean, right. I'm not, I'm not, please don't get me wrong that I'm not thinking about just us, you know, and our wants and needs because it goes both ways, trust me. But yeah, you know that. If you, yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. And you do too. I mean, we both have been in these positions. So the loving someone so much to be willing to let go isn't an easy process to go through. Because no. 
this person in your life has been somewhat of an anchor in some way, shape, or form, whether it was an anchor in a positive way or an anchor in a negative way, this person has been in your life, and that's what you know. Right. So right. We, we, we have to decide being the anchor, is that anchor helping us to study in times of trouble, or is that anchor holding us back from moving forward? if that makes any sense. No, it certainly does. And I think a lot of times people get, so they think they love somebody. Oh, I love him. I love her. But it's really a relationship of need because if they didn't have that person. And I, one of my clients, I said, do you love him? And, I, and she goes, I do. And I go, are you afraid to be without him? Because you're afraid that if he finds somebody else, then you're, you're not going to, he, he'll find somebody for you to. She goes, and I said, you really need to think about that. And she came back. She goes, I'm afraid that if I don't have him, I don't have anybody. I said, well, you have somebody oh. better. And you want, yeah, I mean, so you have need there. So you got to ask yourself those questions like the other ones. Do I love him or her? Or do I need him or her? Because I don't want to be by myself. And that's your fears. How, how successful is that relationship when you have that? It's just, right. it's just there's so much more than that. And um, and then you know you you have uh, you have angels and that are an archangel, archangel Shemuel will help you with your relationships. That's what he does with love relationships, to help you with that. And um, you know I, I love meditating and and um, and like getting really quiet. And there's such thing as romance angels. I don't know if you guys know that that are listening now or later, but you can say I would like my romance angels to go talk to his or her romance angels and help us get together. And if it's meant to be, I can tell you those little romance angels will bring you guys together. Isn't that cool? It's like nobody knows a lot about those romance angels. You do if you've been on your knees praying. But please bring him back. Yeah. Let's bring her back. Whatever. <laughs> so right. don't you worry. Yeah, we Those places where you're bending down and praying have already got a lot of knee prints in them, I'm sure. So, um, but, uh, yeah, you know, just remember that. Anyway, I love romance angels. They're very cute. They're very tiny, and um, but they'll help you. You know, so they come with unconditional love, and then that's a, and sometimes unconditional love means that you let that person go because it's the right thing to do. And uh, yeah, right. that's, that's that's what I feel. She got you bought some good and you know, and there. I, that's cool. Well, I think it all ties back to you know self care, self love, and self respect. You know, what are you willing to do to maintain that level of self-respect, self-love, and self-care because if you are continuing to put yourself in a situation where, I mean, I hate to say the word abused, but I'm just going to say it loosely. When you feel abused by your partner, and, and I don't mean, you know, like in a physical sense or even a mental sense, but if you're not getting if you both aren't giving each other what you need to live a fulfilling life and to travel this life journey together in a fulfilling way, then you can still love that person, but you have to understand that neither of you are helping each other grow through the journey. And, that's and so that's, true. That's a tough thing. Yeah, it's very tough. So, you know, my... As I'm talking and we're, you know, sharing ideas and we're sharing thoughts, for me, 
it's only validating what I need to do for myself with my youngest son. I love him dearly. I Obviously, I've birthed him. I've raised him. I have given him all the tools that I can possibly give him to lead a successful life. If he's choosing to do things in life that right. might not always be beneficial for him in his future, and right. I'm just going to say, you know, disrespecting us as his family, disrespecting me as his mother, his brother, whatever. Um, and, and I'm not, I don't discuss this to throw him under the bus. I'm not at all because these are all things that are real. But I have to let him go and let him figure out, like you did with your daughter, you know, let them figure out what it is. Right that really is important in life and what really does matter because whether you're blood family or your friend family, we are always there to support each other. It's true. Just, That's very good. That's very good point. We have, we have to do it at a distance sometimes. We have to do it maybe going silent for a period of time. I, I don't know the answer so, again, I'm just saying that having this conversation is helping me, <laughs> and I'm hoping it's helping you others, you know, that are listening. Um, just hold on loosely. Hold on to the ones that you love that might not be fulfilling your life the way that you need. Just hold on to them loosely and still love them. Yeah, I agree with you. And um, we're almost out of time or out of time, but I want to tell you something. Sometimes we, instead of developing a relationship with our holy family, we try to make a guy or a girl feel that need. It doesn't work. So if you can, you and the right. guy or you and the girl can look at look at the holy family, God and the holy family and the angels, and develop a relationship, and they walk with you shoulder to shoulder much better. So ask yourself that question. Also, you know, if you look at them and go, do I, I'm content, but am I really happy? Am I passionate about my life with them? That's something you need to look at and really answer that being so truthful. It's hard sometimes. I know. Anyway, um, well, that was good. It's a great subject. I'm glad you chose it. She she, she picked some good ones, doesn't she, you guys? Anyway, I love her. <laughs> yeah, good to say. Anyway. Well, I love we'll see you, you next. You're, you're amazing. Yes. Yeah, so are you. So. We'll see you next uh, next Tuesday. You guys take care and have a wonderful day. All right. So have you got to see your grandson yet? I was going to ask you. Have Tomorrow. You I can't see yet? Yes, it'll be a week. Oh, my gosh. I'm going through withdrawal. I can't wait to see him tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give him a hug. Anyway, all right, you guys, take care, and please, I'll catch up with you. Bye now. Blessings. Bye-bye.